0: what's up everybody welcome back to the Main Stand, season two episode 32 we've got josh we've got pat we've got myself mitch back to talk about a very uh interesting week of footy i would say a lot of moves in the uh in the front offices of clubs around the premier league uh as well as some interesting games on the pitch boys welcome back i think you should ring us in every weekend
1: or every week that was so good
0: i, I like so that good. that was
1: a great introduction mitch i want you doing it every week from now on It was clean it was crisp i was ready <laughs> i'm good i'm good I had, I had a good weekend for for football's sake I had really good time at the zoo with my good pal josh and bird yeah, of course and bird can't forget bird all four people there the best a, the best times at the zoo are when it's just four people yeah when you have unfiltered access and can make just whatever noise and uh commotion you want it's the best
0: i unfortunately didn't get to make it down the weather was just not ideal i was i was driving back from boston the night before white knuckled i like i got home and i just had to sit in the driveway for a minute and breathe because i could not see the road
1: (laughs) And that's I was like, stressful.
0: I don't want to wake up at six o'clock and drive another hour in shitty weather boys.
1: No, I wouldn't want to either. It's that's understandable. And then the result of the game, I think it's just best. You yeah. weren't there. Yeah, no, I was totally so... honest
0: when, when we went three, one down, I was like, I'm so glad I stayed home. If I'm being honest, I don't know how many like good games I've had at the zoo this year, to be
1: honest. I mean, I think Spurs, the two nil against Spurs and then one nil against man city feels like every other time we've gone in, uh, it's just been a shit result from Liverpool. And yeah, the games man, man, been... man City just eviscerated us. <laughs> just
0: dissected.
1: Yeah, um, there's not really a a ton to talk
0: about with it.
1: <laughs> uh, you, you guys got killed, man. It was... Uh, you just... know what, though? The solid goal gave me life. The solid goal happened. I will remember it, it gave me life. It made the, the first 10 minutes enjoyable, so yeah you were really confident on the instagram story for 13 minutes and then it kind of went downhill for you after that uh, you have to capture great content when it's out there and it, it was there and it, it died quickly but i had it Rails that aged poorly mm, yeah instagram stories that didn't go well mine was great though mine got more <laughs> mine got plenty of reaction uh from the folks uh i mean i guess a couple of a couple of takeaways from the game really are just like liverpool are not the same team that they were last season we've known that um, all year but I think these games that like they've been able to get up for are clashes with the regular top six games against city games against United etc and I think this game really did just show that they're they're not the same there are a lot of problems with that team um, and they kind of all got exposed by city um at least those were my takeaways from a from a liverpool standpoint i don't know if you guys have anything to touch on with uh, with liverpool before i i have like two things i want to mention about city and then we can uh we can get to push into the rest of the league here
0: yeah i, mean, I have really i bad. have nothing to yeah it was just it was bad i'm just gonna hold my tongue and and really put my two cents in uh when we talk uh about the chelsea game mm, yeah it's valid we, we didn't we didn't have a midweek game um only other takeaways
1: for for me are uh, Jack Grealish. I think played his best game in a city shirt against uh, against you guys over the weekend. Um, and it's funny when uh, when there isn't a fullback trying to be a midfielder occupying the same exact spaces that uh, Grealish wants to occupy. He he looks like a hundred million dollar player. Um, so happy to see him getting in getting some good form. Um, I hope we give Bayern a deal on Cancelo when he never comes back and uh i think john stones deserves some some of his you know a lot more respect that i think a lot of people are willing to give him uh, i think he deserves his flowers for the versatility of defender that he is and i I, th- I think he had a really good game in city's midfield too let it be known midfield not not at the back midfield um great player great guy happy to have him at the club and i think he's uh when he's confident and he's healthy there's not a lot of players I would I would pick over him for what he brings to a side um, outside of that yeah city or city I need you guys to do us a favor and find your form against uh, Arsenal this weekend <laughs> it's at anfield I think um, yeah it's at anfield but I don't know I don't I don't see much happening unless like Diaz and Tiago can somehow magically play. We I'll watched it again one on, one. We watched it again against Chelsea, and it was just the defense isn't shocking. Allison keeps us in games when we probably necessarily shouldn't be in them, but we're just not good right now. So it is what it is. Yep, I think that pretty much sums up your season. It is what it is. Yeah, you just gotta you just gotta take it on the chin and move on. You know that there'll be investment in the summer, hopefully, and uh, you know, the season starts fresh in you know August, September. So it was like that during the COVID year when we were fighting for top four, you just got to forget about it. That's how football yeah. is. Well, yeah, that's a what good way that, to it, So
0: what was that meme I sent you earlier today, Pat, The the graph, let's, let's see where I rank right now on the mood meter. Mm. Um, we're very, we're very mid energy and, uh, very unpleasant right now. So, I mean, we're teetering on the line between it is what it is and it's so over, uh, <laughs> just personally uh, for, for me and, and this this stretch of four games Real Madrid City fucking Chelsea, Arsenal, Chelsea, Arsenal Chelsea like this has been a brutal month to be a Liverpool fan so far it's not over yet but this stretch of four games is really doing me in mentally um, it's just hard to watch It's it's just really hard to watch and and love what the club is doing it uh it's kind of uh frustrating it's different though than i think like a chelsea
1: where it's like i feel like chelsea fans are frustrated i think we can accept what's happening and like accept that we, we did have players injured for big parts of the season the midfield we know has needed uh reshaping and stuff and yeah. investment so if that stuff happens i think we can go into next season optimistic um but yeah it just hasn't been good enough around the field and uh a big reason why i think we're not going to get top four is we'll go right into the next topic which is how good newcastle have been playing um Mm. two big wins against manchester united and they fucking killed west ham in the middle of the week five one yeah they're unreal i i think uh i think they're gonna do it i think i said it a few weeks ago that ultimately i think they'd hold on to top four and um I'm feeling even more confident about that. I think they're on really, really, really good side. Champions League nights at St. James Park
0: too. I mean, whew, what a place that's going gonna to be. It's going to be great for the fans um, of that club, but it's just – I do want to preface West Ham isn't the team they were last year at all, uh, but Newcastle definitely showed the power that they can assert on any given week, and they are – Front to back playing we-
1: playing extremely well. I-, I think Newcastle are a little bit of a different situation than West Ham. I do think that's a good point to bring up that European football can change a lot yeah, for good. a club over the course of one year. I think the difference is going to be Newcastle have the financial ability to like make good, smart, and like strong investment. To not make sure like they a... can actually compete on both fronts. I don't for think sure. that the owners expect Newcastle to like be challenging for the double with investment next season. But I do think that they can spend money in the right places and say, yeah, you guys should stay in the top four and get out of your Champions League group to start. And I, I think that they have the ownership to do that, unlike a West Ham who may not be able to make like the best investments – or have like the best um like footballing project to bring some of these fringe guys to. Like, I don't think you'd ever see Bruno Guillermes in a West Ham shirt if the tables were turned and and you know they they just aren't the same kind of club that Newcastle is. So I think they have, like I said, the pulling power and the financial ability to be a stable, like top six club now yeah. that this new investment has come in and they they've shown that. with a little bit look what we can do
0: yeah i I think that the patch investments have worked out so far like they bring in a guy like trippier and he's shored up that defense so 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 much Mm. like Willick in the midfield has been great this year Mm. um they've they've made the right decisions so far so given given that european money i'd yeah be sure to see them for the next four or five years being a top four contender year in year out.
1: Yeah. Along with Isaac and a full season of Bruno too. I think big investment this summer now that they've made the Champions League is on the horizon and uh, I'm excited to see what they do. I think that uh, they're a club that like has the history to like be in these positions. So it's good to see them kind of back on top and, competing for like a top spot in in england yeah you have pope and botman in the back of that defense too you're starting to look at that team and wonder what areas there are to improve because there's less of them uh than mm-hmm. a lot less of them than there were a year ago so it'll be interesting oh, to see how they approach it. i mean pat it's a very similar to when you started watching city i mean to watch Agreed. how they kind of approach it and they've had a very i think more shrewd approach than we thought we thought they were just going to ex- explode their checkbooks and they've made some smart kind of you know, cheap signings like Joe Willock, like Mitch mentioned. Uh, so it's interesting to see kind of how they approach that with Champions League money in the summer. Yeah. now it's it's similar to City's starting approach. It was like Zekko to start and then there was like that big summer with Aguero, Balotelli, uh, among others. I the names are like I think Tevez came in the same window. A, a bunch of guys all came in and then they won a title. So I I'm interested to see. I think this could be Newcastle's like bigger summer yep. Um, and then they, we really see what they've what they're made of when they make big big investment in places so we touched on West Ham a little bit there um, let's touch on the relegation battle because it's it's one that probably closer than it has been in you know years I can remember um, Southampton and Leicester are definitely kind of Southampton especially looks like they're on the way down at 23 points Leicester at 25 sack and broad which we'll talk about probably a little bit later Um, and then you have a a plethora of teams on 27 with west ham everton forest and bournemouth one what do you guys think of all this um especially lately and and who do you have as the second and and third teams probably going down considering we all probably agree on southampton at this point Hmm. i think bournemouth and honestly forest are my two my two picks to go down with them I was pretty high on Forrest at the start of the season um Mitch hasn't shown it but he's probably thrilled that Forrest are about to get relegated given uh, given the, the start of
0: the season stuff but I just know I'm not wrong when I say shit like that <laughs> uh,
1: yeah I, I think Lester had like just enough to stay up and now that Rodgers is gone, they'll hopefully get a little bit of that new manager bounce keep themselves up. Everton have Dyche, so I fucking hate him, but they're going to stay up because of him. Uh, Forrest and Bournemouth are just so goddamn bad, dude. It's like they can't score goals, and they leak goals. They have awful goal differentials. They they, they aren't scoring. They're conceding a ton. Um, I think the other guys have just enough to keep themselves out of relegation, but the Forrest and Bournemouth are doing nothing to move me out of them, or move them out of 18 and 19 for me. Yeah, I had uh, I wanted on the record too that when I gave my Forest prediction, uh, it was before they went cheaper by the dozen and bought like twenty five players. <laughs> that strategy was never going to work, and I need that out there in the atmosphere. Um, with that being said, I think, I think they they'll stay up. I think, oh, uh, I think Leicester. I don't know if Leicester's gonna make it, and I think West Ham's my other team. West Ham have a game in hand, but they are so bad right now. Um, and it feels like they've just kind of given up at this point. And Declan Rice, I mean, is you know obviously frustrated. Some of those other guys just aren't holding up their weight. I I'd have to take a look at maybe the schedules for the the last eight nine games. But yeah, West Ham is the team to look for me to be in the danger zone.
0: That's that's what I'm looking at right now. And you know, looking at Leicester's schedule particularly, because I, personally, I I think I think it's Bournemouth and Forest just. I agree with Pat, they just can't score and defensively they're just not there Um, but Leicester do look like they have a strong opportunity to stay up based on their, their last few games they end with they have Bournemouth next they do play City, they do play Liverpool, but it's Wolves, it's Everton, it's Fulham, it's Leeds and they end the season with West Ham so given that they are in a really shitty poor stretch of form uh in their last five four losses in a draw i think if it's the time to get hot it's now for lester if they do want to stay up but i can i can definitely see them then falling out of the premier league uh west ham lester on the last day has fucking
1: banger potential that has banger potential right all over it with how yep. bad these two teams are crazy because both of them I'm... went deep in europe last year and now they're fighting for
0: relegation relegation I- i'm excited for that one yeah they they their la- Leicester's last three are liverpool newcastle west ham so yeah, i knew they
1: played city in there but I, di- I didn't know that they also had to go to liverpool that i mean liverpool are bad but like lester fucking stink you have yes. to think that's that's six points they're missing out on Fulham's going to be a tough game for them too. Everton.
0: Everton Wolves, they they have three of their last 8 are relegation battles. Mm. And uh, is that Everton
1: game away for them? Can you tell uh them?
0: let me check. Let me uh let me If that's at Goodison that Park, is.
1: they're not fucking getting anything from it. It is at the King Power. Oh Okay, they might get something, but I don't know. We'll see. We also, this goes to show you a couple things. One, we talked last year about West Ham, how good they did, but how risky it was that they got European football or went so deep. Yeah. Um, the next season, they're just like dead and buried. And then it also, all this goes to show you that we really know nothing because all of us two weeks ago are saying Leeds were going to get relegated. And now, I was not. No, I was not. Relegated. I've been a believer. Some of us were heavy on it. I ride with I, I, my the American The more I'm boys. looking at these these end of the season fixtures for some of these lower teams, like guys, I like, I feel really bad about Bournemouth's fixtures right now. Yeah, Bournemouth they can pull a win like out of nowhere, but they also, I don't know, just consistent. They have an Chelsea. Issue. They still have to go to Selhurst. They go to Goodison on the last day. Yeah, they're not going to get anything from that. I'm not feeling good about. They have Spurs too. They have to go to Spurs. I'm not feeling good about their their run of fixtures at the end of the season here. Yeah, I think I think it'll be. Damn, I I really don't know. It's so close. Which, honestly, too, like this is a great part about the Premier League. It's not even if like the top of the league's done. The excitement of a relegation battle in the final few days is just as good as the top four race, if not better. Yeah, sometimes it's better. Like sometimes it's better than top four where clubs have run away with it like i think we're gonna get an interesting title finish again this year which is exciting but like i honestly think the bottom three is more exciting than the title right now yeah and we saw it with everton too like last year just like the the passion and everything those last few you know weeks uh
0: it'll be interesting and boys speaking of relegation we got teams that are gotta fill these spots right now. We got Burnley, Sheffield, Middlesbrough, and Luton. Top four in the championship right now. Well, who's, who's top two? Top two is Burnley, Sheffield.
1: Okay, so who's the next four? Middlesbrough, Luton, Millwall, Blackburn. Oh, Millwall back in the Prem and <laughs> the Millwall Chelsea derby. The championship <laughs> is looking fucking crazy. Norwich is in seventh. I need I need uh, the first team you said, Millwall and Luton. Some I need I need both of those guys back in. Yep. Burnley are definitely going. Burn, yeah, Burnley's
0: going to for is, sure. Luton's Burnley on a burner too, boys. They've won four of their last five okay. and are sitting six points clear of Millwall.
1: Dude, Millwall back in the Premier League would be <laughs> him. talk about an away day. Yeah. Holy shit, the Lions Den.
0: Oh, this is I. I just love the end of the season vibes. Like when I don't have to stress out week in, week out about what's gonna happen and are we gonna win the league. You can really sit back and just enjoy it. Cause the fuck are we doing? We're sitting around pulling our puds, having shit, shit ass, fucking nil nil games at Chelsea. Uh, I'd rather go get drunk at a youth soccer game and watch them kick the ball at each other and run in a mob. That was that would be more entertaining. It's also just like it's. You can
1: just have a way more enjoyable weekend when you're not like analyzing every single thing that happens. Exactly. In the League. Um,
0: it's Pat still has going that down.
1: on the, the run, and hopefully, you know, fight fighting for the title on the last day. But I'm never gonna care. It's way easier if you. Whatever happens, happens. Fair enough. Um, we do have Champions League coming up this week, Pat. Pat, how are you feeling? We talked about it last week, but how are you feeling? You know. Uh, after playing Liverpool, good result for you. How are you feeling going into Bayern? We're winning. I'm confident. We're we're winning that tie. I. Is the first one home or away? Do you know? Good question. Uh, it's at the end. It's at the because okay, okay. the second leg's at the Allianz. Okay. I'm. I feel good about it. You know, I think City are playing good ball. I think yeah, Bayern pumped Dortmund, so that's not like super exciting to see. But like two of the Bayern goals were flukes. Like they were fucking. <laughs> Awful goals. They also uh, lost to Freiburg in the middle of the week and went out of the DFB Pokal. I think that might exactly. be day. Exactly. So I'm not. City are playing great. They're playing some of the best ball they've played all season. We're hitting our stride at the perfect time. Bayern's still a little inconsistent. Yeah, Thomas Tuchel scares the shit out of me. I'm I'm terrified of terrorist Tommy. But I think we're gonna get through. Terrorist Tommy. I think we're we'll become <laughs> a book market. Sign it, check it, clip it, whatever. City are beating Bayern. See you in the semifinals. And then we're going to lose to Real Madrid, but see you in the semifinals. I like the confidence. I do. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny because Milan are playing Napoli as well, and uh, Milan, Milan just like killed them. them. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was a bad one. So it'll be interesting. Um, yeah, the other games, I like Real Madrid, and I think we're all pretty – set on Benfica Real Madrid for the other two games yeah um like Pat said some other just kind of fun like around the around Europe stuff the Bundesliga is obviously as close as it's ever been I was Mm -hmm. super hyped going to watch that Dortmund game this weekend and they absolutely laid an egg like they always do it's the hope that kills you for Dortmund fans yeah they got (laughs) killed that Bye-bye. Kobo that's... guy must be going through it. That first goal was absolutely oh. abysmal. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. And you know what? You know what? I know I just said that that goal is a fluke, but, like, that's something I can see fucking Ederson doing. So <laughs> I'm a yeah. little worried.
0: We get at least two of those a Premier League weekend, you know? Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. Um,
1: And then I think, uh, was it yesterday or today? El Clasico. Real Madrid beat Barcelona 4-0. Yeah, yesterday. beat the shit out of him, dude. I turned it off at three, but another hat trick for Benzema. Uh, it was funny crazy. because Barca looked... I, was, I, well, I ended up watching that game. Uh, Barca looked so on top for the first 45 and a half minutes. And then yeah. Courtois makes a crazy save in the dying moments of first half stoppage time. Madrid run down the field and score a snatch and grab goal. And then Barca fall apart.
0: Yep. I've seen that story multiple times this year.
1: <laughs> yeah. The, I, I think Gavi might be a little lucky to have stayed on the pitch with yellow card accumulation. Just – he he does this thing where he, like, fouls and fights and gets, like, scrappy in the midfield to hopefully make people, like realize like, not pay attention to the fact he's actually not that good. I think you have to do that to make up for the fact that a club legend banged your mom. Mm, valid. <laughs> valid. <laughs> you have to go do You have to make up for it somehow. Um, <laughs> let's uh, turn the tables and talk about managers. Uh, we already kind of touched on most of them, but just uh, general opinions. First one, Brendan Rodgers is out at Leicester. Feels like he's been there a while now, four years or something. Um, yeah, not surprising. It feels like he's been there like a year and a half too long. We've had this conversation every year. Yeah, I mean, I think we had it at the beginning of last season. It was, uh, and he saw he he did well in Europe last year. Leicester made it pretty far, um, but yeah, his, his ball just is not Premier League quality. He'll go back to Celtic he, probably. He's yeah, he's always been someone I'm surprised never got sacked sooner. That's just kind of how I feel about him. Like they go in these like wildly terrible runs of form. They get pulled out of it for like a like a four or five game stretch. They like get a big result somewhere in there, and it saves his job. But the fact of the matter is, he's been pretty he shaky. Must, for he must the past be a couple
0: years unbelievable guy to have around at the training ground. Because I mean, it, the same thing happened at Anfield. Like, I don't know how he's able to finagle these extra years out of his contract that he so clearly doesn't deserve. Must be a solid guy.
1: Must be. Um, and the last one, the the only other sacking of the week, Steve Cooper was kind of on the fringe. The Newcastle owner actually had to come out and make a statement saying he's safe for now. Um, the big one that gets sacked, though, is Graham Potter finally falls at Chelsea. One we've been building up to, it feels like, for months. When is he going to get sacked? I mean, the results just haven't been there, especially with the investment uh, that Todd Bowley has put into the club. Uh, any takeaways from this, guys? I know you're not surprised by it.
0: Clearly, wasn't the move, buddy. Should have
1: stayed where you were. Yeah, I feel bad for the guy. I really, really do. I, I, I think leaving that project he had at Brighton so swiftly and just going straight to Chelsea, a club that are known for not backing their managers, immense pressure under every hire and then with all the investment they put in like knowing that you need to succeed or you're losing your job like i don't know it's it's just it feels like it was career suicide it's it feels like it's going to be so tough for him to get another job somewhere else especially at you know high profile like you get you can look at what he did for Brighton and you that you can point to like yeah he's you know he's a good coach but deserby has got them playing just as well as as potter did um if not better
0: yeah if not better i gonna
1: say that it's tough man i think he should have held out for the right job was his ascension too quick or is he just out of his depth at a club like chelsea i think his ascension was too quick i I think if he was put in in a, a club that will like adequately support him and address the needs of his system and what he wants to do I think he is a good manager. I think if Bowley was going to back him in the correct way, he would have panned out a lot better. I think you look at this Chelsea team, and there were some obvious holes that that needed filling. They needed a proper replacement for Conte. And it took him, you know, $120 million and several months to to bring in Enzo Fernandez, who, yeah, he had a good World Cup, but he hasn't really been proven to be a guy that could come in and replace an injury-prone Conte who you know now is back and has looked all right um you know they, they've needed a striker they don't have someone to score the goals they don't have a player like weirdly enough like like Maupay or any of those guys that, that he had to work with at Brighton just someone that holds the ball up and and can operate well for his wingers and they, they just they don't, never had to have anybody to him. stay side. They bought Zhao Felix instead, you know, it's just not a a player of the right profile. And I I don't think that Bowley backed him and Chelsea spent a lot of money. And, and I think there are some takeaways for that, that like he needs to be held accountable and with all that money and all the, the talent, he should figure something out. But the fact that he wasn't properly backed and given the correct players to suit his style, I think does say something about him and i think he should get another shot somewhere else maybe not as high profile yet but i still think he he could potentially come good for a club that will correctly back him and, and let him like really play his ball
0: i'm just getting big nate the great vibes from this guy you know he's just like it feels like he was just bought out by a bigger club on a bigger stage and he was like out a small club pulling the strings and made it seem like he was the reason Brighton were doing what they were doing I'd be curious to see if he does land at a smaller Premier League club and if he has the same kind of success or is able to build the same Mm -hmm. um, type of team from a lower mid-table side back up like he did with Brighton do the do the
1: model just go over to Scotland, win a couple yeah. Scottish premierships, and come back? Another big job. Hey, Leicester, lester uh, lester need a manager, so yeah. And speaking of other, you know, guys coming back and getting big jobs, Frank Lampard of all peoples, the one who takes the 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 throne at Stamford Bridge for the second time after uh after his campaign with Everton. He he comes back and is the man in charge for the last nine games, which he also, in his press conferences, has not ruled out next year, saying, you know, if the least, performances are good enough, you never know.
0: So the thing about this time that's different, at least they're telling him he's interim manager but the fact that he still is is like leading on to next year as interim manager hey buddy why don't you uh why don't you get into the training facility and figure out what to do with this entirely new squad of players that are here that you haven't touched
1: well if we know one thing it's mason mount is going to be a regular for chelsea again oh yeah oh yeah And the fat face memes are back. (laughs) Oh, my fucking God. The 400-pound Frank Lampard (laughs) memes
0: are great. So good. Great. Uh,
1: How do you guys think that's going to turn out? You think it's just going to still be a disaster for nine games? Yeah, it's going to be bad. The players – I don't know how – I heard Tim Howard talk about this on NBC today. You know, how do you win back the players after after his performance, especially of like – just not getting enough out of his players, and Tuchel comes in and wins a Champions League in the same season with the same group of players, how do you look that coach in the eye again and respect him? Or, you know, mm-hmm. want to get up for him in a big game? You I don't? don't. Know. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. And I feel like these Chelsea players, I mean, I'm not one to talk on their whole dressing room, but they feel a little bit like, they're out to get the manager and stuff. So they always have been a club like that. But one of my topics after this was that the Chelsea players were calling Graham Potter Harry and Hogwarts behind his back. Rumored that
0: Kai Havertz was going around the training ground saying this. I mean, Kai had Havertz is like Lord Voldemort. Uh terrible at finishing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good poll. The their report even came from the athletic though. So I mean you you think Lampard comes back. They're if they were treating Potter like that after a couple of months, what do you think they're going to do to Lampard after, you know, they're going to be club printing legend. out fat face memes and leave them on, <laughs> leave him on his desk
0: club legend, respect the manager.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think Dead that's going to be, a um, I, you know, go, you brought up Nate the great. I, I do. I do just want to, when we, now that we're going to bring it out of bounds to close the episode out these last couple of minutes here, just a couple of fun, quick fire topics. Um, End of the season predictions for Richmond's Premier League finish. What do we what do we think?
0: I mean, I think they're going to win it. I think no, I don't. I don't think they're going to win it. I think they're going to. I think they're going to. Uh, if it, if they if they're getting a fourth season, they're, they're going not. to. How do we know? They've confirmed this is they the last already. Fuck. There might be spinoffs, but uh, I think I, they're uh, winning the title in dramatic fashion. I would, I would, I would, I, I have a feeling they're not winning the title. I was going to say they're finishing fourth and going on to Europe. But I'm saying they're winning the title in dramatic fashion, like on, on some on the last day type shit. Yeah, I would agree with Pat probably. Do you think, you think it's going to be Jamie Tart?
1: I think, I think we're going to see a really big Jamie Tart, uh, and Hazard arc, and he's just going to ball out.
0: Yeah, the character. <laughs> well, arc oh, for, for Chelsea, not for. Not for Real Madrid.
1: Yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea <laughs> Adam- Okay.
0: Okay. Chelsea Adam Hazard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens next after the uh what four red cards.
1: Spoiler alert.
0: Dude, I didn't watch this week. That's uh, that's on you.
1: It came out like yesterday. No, nah, it came out two
0: days ago. You did have two days. It came out Tuesday. Jeez. Cut it.
1: But I mean, spoiler alert. Still, sorry. I didn't know on the episode description. Uh, my only other topic, I had the the Hogwarts Harry Potter thing was one, but uh, my only other out of bounds topic was Jose <laughs> on the manager side of things. Just cut that. Just cut yeah. that. <laughs> well, I'll have you edit it in post.
0: Yeah, we'll edit that in post. No, we won't. Anyway,
1: <laughs> Jose. Oh, Jose, uh, I'm taking it. By the way, that's so much money. Yeah. 120 million to go to saudi arabia um supposedly al halal has offered messi a contract as well so messi ronaldo and Mourinho could be in saudi arabia in some capacity next year i think messi's probably going to finish his career with barca that he's not extending with psg you think he's going to finish with barca over yeah, i want him back i think he's, he'll do like one more year with barca and then call it quits i think he's going to america I, think I so. fucking hope so. Oh my god, dude, I would sell my limbs to see Messi live. That's he, his he, I feel like that's his last like um infinity stone to like celebrity to like just like make the rest of your life where you don't have to worry about anything. Go into America see- and getting the recognition over here and that would just blow your brand up. No matter where at- he
0: plays for, I will I will be seeing him. One of three clubs. I see him at Atlanta, LAFC or New England. <laughs> if if Leo Messi Gets reeled in by Bruce Arena and Robert Kraft to come to New England playing on artificial turf. <laughs> I will, I will buy Bob Kraft another massage.
1: Personal. I'll give Bob Kraft another massage. I'll give it to, it to him. You're right. Revs.
0: <laughs> but no, it's it's LAFC, Atlanta, or the Columbus Crew. That's it.
1: No, it's gonna be it's gonna be Miami, Miami and that's homies it. with
0: David Beckham. Nah fuck uh, miami you i'd love to see him for, just hang it up just, you gonna just go just play for neville top. what isn't isn't uh phil neville the yeah manager at la or miami miami yep <laughs> romeo beckham
1: too he's on loan at brentford b right now but he's a he's an inter-miami he needs to lad. play in the east so we see him at least once that's not true. We uh, you might see him on an off here. Minute we play, but it's um, easier yeah. if he's in the east. This is true. We'll see. We'll see where he ends his career. But Jose, the Saudi Arabian deal is pretty funny. Uh, I don't think Jose really needs the money, so I'm not sure what he'll do. But um, come to America, we need yeah. a manager. True. I mean, that, I think ever we've talked to multiple people, Pat, and everyone's saying Jose to uh, you know, would be the preferential option. But I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't either, but it'd be nice. Anyway, I think that's episode that's thirty-two. Uh, yeah, that's episode thirty-two. That
0: thanks for us. tuning in.
1: Like, comment, subscribe, uh, share the thing, rate the podcast five stars, please. I will love you forever. Um, uh, nope. thank, thanks. See you guys next week.
0: Peace. Deuces.